No one made this day but him. And he made it for us to rejoice, and he made it for us to be glad in it. Well, I come before you to share an encouraging word. And I had to seek the Lord because we don't just get up and say things. We be led by the Holy Spirit because God always, always let us know what he wants his people, his children to hear. So he did give me an encouraging word. So please bear with me. I won't be long, long, but I'll be here until the Holy Ghost say enough is enough. <laughs> and sometimes he don't ever cut you off when he knows something needs to be said. So I just thank him. I thank him. I thank him. I thank him. I thank all mothers are blessed today. I think they are blessed because when you become to be a mother, you are blessed that God allow you to take care of his children in this earth. Because if it had not been for him, we wouldn't be able to do it. But he blessed us with these children for his own purpose. And it's a lot of things that we have to do with the blessing that the Lord has given us. So we're going to start off in scripture. And if you have your Bible, you may turn to Ephesians chapter 6. Praise God, this is the first scripture that the Lord gave me. And as I read it, I said, well, thank you, Lord. Whatever you say, it shall be done, and it will be done in the house of the Lord. We don't take away nothing. We don't add on nothing unless he say so. So in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1, 2, and 3, is starting off this Mother's Day message. Please Listen to what God is saying today. I know we have read this. We have been taught this. We have heard about it. But whenever God takes us back into his word, he adds to it. And it could be something that you had never heard before. Amen. But today in this chapter, the Lord is talking about obedience. He is talking about obedience. So we must be obedient because he is asking us today to be obedient in his presence. The first verse reads, say, children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. That first, first verse right there comes from God, and it's in his word. And he is telling all of us something. Our parents is a blessing, and God allowed them to take care of us according to his word. So we must always teach them on obedience. 
is very important that when you teach your children about obedience, then mother and children or father, we can raise them up with the peace of God being among us. But if we look over it and we don't teach them obedience, and obedience starts right into your home, wherever you are raising your children. You don't have to go down the street. You don't have to go around the corner. All you have to do is right there in your house or your home where the Lord bless your dwelling place, teach your children obedience. It's very important. It's very important because we can see in the world system how so much has gotten out of order because they are not being taught or they don't even know the meaning of obedience. But if they taught by the word of God, they will see where it say children. Children, if you're the grown person, if you're the parent, God is saying to you, he's telling you to teach your children obey, obey your parents in the Lord, which is right. The second verse say, honor thy father and mother, which is, in, is the first commandment of the Lord. Now, God is saying that's a promise. That's the first commandment. We must honor them. And today we are honoring our mother. We are honoring her for all the wonderful things she has done and said to us. The third verse says that it may be well with thee and thy maze all that I may live a long time on the earth. And when the Lord gave me this, it came to my mind that you can see when children has been taught and when children has not been taught because there's so much evil, rude, ugly, things that are taking place in the Lord and you know God and you know God is able to do all things and it's like you want to just gather all these disobedient and bring them into the house of the Lord to get a change in their lifestyle because it is so much needed. The news relate quite a bit. And the things that it relate, it's not very good. So we can see from a point right there well, if we have children, they are blessings. They are responsibility. They are little ones that we must take care of. Even when they get older, we still have to speak and let them know who God is. And let them know by the word. We don't just speak it out sometimes. Even sometimes some parents just, you know, don't have time anymore. So that's what KSL ministries for. If you don't have time to teach them at home, bring them into the house of the Lord. Amen. It is taught in this house, obedience, respect, 
being saved, get away from trouble, they will learn what they need to know. They will learn what will be given to them if mom or even dad don't teach. But we pray for these children, a nonstop, that we can see some changes. It's so many young people, young, young, young people are leaving this earth. And if they have not been taught anything, all we can do is say, we just place them in the hands of God because he is the judge. He would judge when they stand before him that day. He know who repent. He know who believe. He know who love and who respect. So I tell you, I enjoy reading this. And then I stood back a little and I had to examine myself and said, well, Lord, I repent too. It is never, it's never repent if you have not did right towards your children or according to the word of God. So I always say, Lord, you know every minute, every hour, every day. You know us from the straight top of our head to the bottom of our feet. You know what we have done because you say it's written in a book. And when we go to stand before God, we want to make sure that the slate is clean, clean. And when we learn of him, when we learn of him, then we are always examining ourselves, preparing ourselves for better, for better. Lord, help me that I don't know, that I didn't do. Help me, Lord. Help me because I know that you is a true living God. You is a live God. The words that you speak in this house is spirit, and they is life. They life to me. They life to whosoever I teach. They are life whosoever believe and have the faith to receive. Oh, God is awesome. We learn that the one God, the one God can do so much for many. And so we trust him. We love him and we stand on his word because he is a mighty, mighty good God. I had asked the Lord a question when I was studying and, um, and I was saying, Lord, who was the first mother in this earth and he said Eve and he said remember what she did that's why obedience needs to come in see back in then in the book of Genesis it wasn't taught like we are being taught now because we're in the new gospel but the law had laws, but not like what we're receiving. We're receiving some dynamite words that control us to live right, to love right, to be right in the presence of God. And I always recommend 411. I've been here for a long, long time. 
I'm not going nowhere. Amen. A horse, a buggy, a mule, I don't care who it is. They can pull up out there with their wagon. I'm not riding with them. Right here where God got me. And I've been knowing our bishop. I've been knowing her ever since 91. That's when I met her. And when I met her, I went to a prayer conference they was having. And I said, Lord, keep me. It placed in my heart that I would never, never, never leave this ministry. It's still in my heart. You cannot dig it out. You cannot talk it out. You cannot say whatever you want to say. I'm not going nowhere. Bishop and the leader, Carmichael, is my pastor. She's my prophetess. She's my bishop. She's my leader. Oh, boy, she is my prayer warrior. Because if I need prayer, she prays for me. And a lot of times I wake up and the Holy Ghost say, Bishop praying. And I say, well, thank you, Lord. And then he lets me know, not only just you, I'm praying for KSL. That's what she be doing. And I love her for that. No, ain't no way in the world for me to pack up. She tell us all the time, unpack your suitcase. God got you here. Stay here. Take care of your children. Teach them obedience. Teach them how to love. Teach them how to love their ministry. Let them know what they can learn. If you have to take the oil yourself and pour it on top of their head, pour it in there. It ain't going to hurt them because they poured oil in the top of David's head. And I tell you, David did what thus said the Lord. But I'm not going to hold you because I do have a few more things to say. But I want to remind you that Eve did not listen. God came to her. He talked to her. And that same God is still talking. He's talking to us. And we must listen. So there's the enemy right there. He's going to try to out-talk God and lead you in the path of darkness. So Eve had two children. And by her not being educated in the word, like we being educated, what happened? She lost one of her children. She lost him. It hurts to lose somebody. But there's so much out there in the world now is going down, down, down. We as saints of God, not only for our children, we got to pray for the children they be with. Amen. We got to pray for our school teachers. Because when they leave home and go to school, we don't know what all they teaching. We ain't there in the classroom. Amen. So we got to continue 
to pray, to pray, pray. It's, it's, it's a non-stop prayer. Pray and teach. Now, the other thing that God gave me, and I really think that you're going to like it, and I said, Lord, thank you, <laughs> Jesus. Thank you, Lord, because God will give you what he wants to say. So he told me to spell mother, M-O-T-H-E-R, spell mother. Teach your children how to spell it. <laughs> Teach them. Teach your children because he told me to continually teach them the word mother. Then he broke it down by telling me, he said, the M is the first letter in mother. And it's for millions of things the mother does for you. Now, you should never sack it up. You should never talk back. Even if she's wrong, God will straighten her out. Because he tells us to cast our cares upon him, and he'll exalt us in due time. So M stands for a million. Can anybody stand up and say how many times your mom wash your face, how she cooked your food, how she did your laundry? Can you stand up and say that with an appreciating heart? Can you say that? That word M is a wonderful letter on mother. So you can write the next one down. The next one is O. M O. O is for she grows old. But when she gets old, you still in her heart. She still will pray for you. She will still bless you. She'll give you a piece of bread. She'll stand up when she's old and cook you Amen. a hot meal. She'll open up her doors and, and she'll let you come in when she get old. So that next letter, O, means when mama get old, it's your turn. Show appreciate. Take care of her. Do something nice. That's why we have Mother's Day. We have Mother's Day so that we can honor her for all the beautiful things. And like I say, if, if you feel any way that she done wrong, God sees everything. He knows everything. He knows everything. The next letter is T. Praise God. You can get your box of Kleenex because the next letter T, we never know how many tears she signed. She, she cries in the midnight. She cries in the morning and in the evening. Why? Because you is her child. Why? Because God gave her a purpose to take care of you. Amen. 
long as you in this earth, mama never shut her door. Never shut the door. If she shut that door, she behind it praying. She getting her help from God. She asking him, now, Father, I done what you asked me to do. So now it's time to give this to you. Watch God. He'll do it. He'll do it. Now, we have another letter. H. H. H stands for your heart. She puts you in her heart. She puts you in the heart. And when God was telling me that, he told me, he said, I look at the heart. Amen. I look at the heart. Teach them about the heart. H-E-A-R-T. Tell them about it. Then we're going to go to letter E. E is for her eyes. She can see you. You can't get away with nothing. God fix it that you will be able to see anything. That's a mother. That's a mother. Even when you toddle, when you growing up, she's watching you. She protects you. Amen. She won't let nothing happen to you. Amen. She watches over you because she can see. Amen. She sees and knows exactly what you're doing. And when she sees stuff, a good mother will sit down and she will say, don't do that no more. Amen. I'm praying for you. Amen. I see you. Because one of the commandments, Die shall not steal. Right. And you teach them that God sees if you go somewhere and take something right. that don't belong to you. Right. Teach them. It doesn't matter what they did taking away the commandment. It's still good to teach your children. Yeah. Teach them. Teach them because it's in the Word. It's in the Old Testament. Teach it to them. Make them sit down. Make them learn to read it themselves. Praise God. I got a couple of my great granddaughters. Ooh, reading the 23rd Psalm. I say, you come to my house, you got to read something like the Bible if before you go to the refrigerator. <laughs> and baby, they be wanting a popsicle. They be wanting a peanut butter and jelly. You got to say something. And I got one good. Where's the Bible? Where's the Bible? <laughs> and so I know Bishop have already spoken to us. Wow. We need to buy children's Bibles. They come to my house. I got to tell them about the Lord. Amen. I got to tell them how much God loved them. M-O-T-H-E, and oral is the last word. It's for righteousness. Amen. Righteousness. 
tell them what's right, tell them what's wrong. See, these are things they need to learn at home, and if they're not going to learn it at home, praise God, they need to come to KSL, Children Program. Amen. I am so thankful today that I have five children birthed in the world. Amen. I adopted four. I took in three. And I don't know if Bishop could remember, but I used to drag all of them if they were bare-feeted, <laughs> never-head. <laughs> it did not matter. We went to church Amen. to hear Amen. God's word. Amen. If you can't find your shoes, you going bare-feeted. <laughs> and they did. They went right on out of my house. Okay, well, now the Word of God is teaching us today to be obedient. It teaches us to pray for our children. Because if you don't do it, ain't nobody else going to do it. Especially if you are not in the house of the Lord. So a lot of time if we tired out, wore out, cannot, but God will, he never stops. He even watches over them while they sleep. He even give us a break to get a rest so we can rise up. We can be just like the birching woman. We can rise up. When they get up, breakfast ready, clothes ready, food cooked, house clean. And for God's sake, teach them how to pick up behind themselves. Because they will leave a lot on you when you constantly letting them get away with it. Amen. And then the word of God says, spank them. <laughs> get you a little belt and hang their names on it. <laughs> so when they come in there and see it, they know what mama said, what grandmama said, what granddaddy said. They're going to obey. They're going to obey. They're going to obey. Well, I love y'all. I love y'all. Y'all just be brave to follow. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I just want to thank God for this opportunity. Thank you, grandmother, for encouraging us <laughs> and giving us that good word and chastisement, too. <laughs> Get them children to church. <laughs> All right. Praise God. Thank you to my Heavenly Father for allowing me to be here today. Thank you for Bishop for allowing God to use her to ask me to be here. I am nervous, so please give me grace. <laughs> but I'm here to talk to you today about a mother's duties and responsibilities according to the word of God. Of course, our foundational scripture for this year is Psalm 62 and 5. My soul wait thou only upon God, for my expectation is from him. And did you know that as mothers, we have an expectation from God concerning our children? Okay. 
We expect God to help them to grow up in Christ, to have a true relationship with him. We want God to lead and guide them. We want them to be God-centered and God-minded. So it is our expectation that God will help us to get them where they need to be. We as mothers have a duty and a responsibility to um, get our children in a place where they can take hold and have the ability to allow, to allow God to lead and guide them. If you would, please open your Bibles and go to Proverbs 22 and 6. And Proverbs 22 and 6 says, Train up a child in the way that he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. So that is telling us we've got to start when they're young. If it says train up a child, you don't need to wait until they get to be an adult to try to train them. It's too late then. You know, when we are young, and I know there is young mothers, I was a young mother, we have to have gift sacrifices. We may not be able to do what people our age are doing. We may not be able to go out there and hang out with our friends and listen to the type of music they listen to and watch what they're watching on TV. And if you're a real Christian, you shouldn't be doing that anyways. <laughs> so we want to make sure that um, we are having these sacrifices and sacrificing for our children because in the end, it not only benefits them, but it benefits us as well. Now, to train, according to the dictionary, is to teach a particular skill or type of behavior through practice and instruction over a period of time, okay? So we have really and truly about 12 good years to train our children before they reach that age of coming into their own and I'm not listening to what you're saying. <laughs> so in other words, we have to bend the sap while it's young. Now, if you know anything about a sapling, a sapling is a tree, a young, tender, small tree. It could also be referred, that word could be referred to as a young and slender or inexperienced person. So children are inexperienced people. And it's our duty to teach these children what they need to know. So we have to be diligent when they are young. We as mothers need to sit down with them and talk to them and pray with them, pray for them, read the Bible to them and with them, read Bible stories, give them godly things to listen to and to watch on TV, take time to explain things in a way that they can understand. And like mother said, bring them to church. It does not matter what they look like, what you look like, what it feels like, because ultimately it's what's on the inside that matters. It's a non-negotiable. You should not let your child say, I don't want to go today, or it's boring, or I don't understand. That's not an excuse. <laughs> Bring those children to church, because even if they don't understand, you are still training them for what you might say. You are training them, one, how to get ready for church. Yeah. 
All right, this is what we do. We lay out our clothes, we make sure our face is washed, our teeth are brushed, we, you know, get breakfast. We are getting ready to go to church. You are training them to celebrate and observe the eighth day Sabbath. You are training them how to sit and listen. If you never bring them to church, they'll never know what to do. They'll think it's playground time all the time. But they've got to be here in order to see what you're doing to know what to do. We got to train them how to worship Christ. When they see you, they will mimic you. And in the, in the beginning, it may just be a mimic, but after a period of time, it will become personal to them. Now, and I, I am a living witness to this. When my son Paul was little, we brought him to church. We read Bible stories together. We listened to children's Christian CDs in the car. That's how old we are. You know, they don't really do CDs anymore. <laughs> we watched Veggie Tales, you know, and I encouraged him. I prayed with him. I prayed for him. And now he's 27, and guess what my son is? Right there in church. And not only is he in church, he has a relationship with Jesus Christ. So we as mothers should be speaking the word over our children. Speak life. Speak prosperity. Speak God's promises and his power over their lives. Speak positive things over them. And if you don't know what to do or what to say, then guess what? You have an instrument. Grab your Bible. It's all in there. If you still don't know what to do, let me show you, let me show you something. Go to Proverbs 3, and we're going to read 5 through 6. God's word is our instruction. We can't say we don't know something because it's all right there. Just pick up your Bible. If you don't know where to go, just open it up. Genesis, that's the beginning. Start there. All right, Proverbs 3, and six, three 5 through 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not to thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he will direct thy paths. So God will direct you. If you're not sure, just pray it. Lord, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to fix this. I don't know what to say. Lord, lead and guide me. And guess what? He will. God created these little tiny humans. And so he knows what to do for them. He knows what sets them off. He knows all of that. All we have to do is ask him, and he will help us. And if you have a true relationship with Christ, he will show you what to do. Now, make sure, like I said earlier, you are speaking life into your children. Remember, your words have power. Power of life and death lies where? In the tongue. That's right. So if you are speaking negative things over your kids, you're telling your kids, you get on my nerves. I can't stand you. You make me sick. I can't wait till you leave. What do you think you're doing to them? You are speaking negativity into their lives, causing damage to them. You don't know what type of damage you are causing to them. You may be hindering their um, relationship with God, and we don't want to do that. So stop calling them stupid. Stop calling them dumb. Stop calling them everything but a child of God. 
If they're doing something wrong that irritates you, then ask God, Lord, how do I fix this? And when God tell you, you talk to that child. You help them. You show them. You guide them. Just don't write them off. Just because um, they are small doesn't mean you can treat them any other way. Those are God's children. Please turn to Ephesians 6 and 4, and Mother read this uh, part of it earlier. And it says, and ye fathers, but this goes for mothers too, provoke not your children to wrath. That's, that wrath means anger. But bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. So the reason why we don't treat them any old way, we don't just write them off, is because they are gifts from God. Psalms 127 and 3, the New New Living Translation says, Children are a gift from the Lord. They are a reward from him. So we don't get gifts and treat them like trash, do we? No, we shouldn't treat our children like that either. Despite popular belief, you don't have to be the mean, the fussing, the nagging, the cursing mom that society make us out to be. You can be the loving, godly mother that God has intended you to be. And you can take those duties and responsibilities seriously. Let's look at James 2 and 26. James 2 and 26 says, For as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead. So all of these things that I've just talked about, we must put into action. We can't just hope for the best. Let me put my child out there and say, oh, I hope they become something. I hope they get a relationship with God. We've got to put the action behind our faith. It's our duty to train our children to be Christ followers. If we don't, then guess what? The world will be happy to train them. Because they try every day through social media, TikTok, classmates, uh, political agendas. It's all out there trying to go get our kids and us to go the way of the world. And parents, let me tell you, I'm an educator. Please keep these children off of Instagram, TikTok, and all that. If you are not monitoring what they watch, I can tell a huge difference between the children at school who does TikTok and all that, and those who don't. And the ones who do are usually the ones getting in trouble. Uh, Cyberbullying, putting up posts about teachers they shouldn't be. Please watch your children. (laughs) So make sure you're doing the necessary things to help our kids live according to God's kingdom prosperity his kingdom presence, and his kingdom power. I can definitely say that my personal children are experiencing all of these things. I'm a living testimony to this. I speak life over my children. I pray with my children. I pray for my children. I live my life according to God's will in front of my children and not in front of my children. (laughs) And I will continue to do so. So my challenge today to you mothers, will you do the same? Praise the Lord, and I hope you enjoyed the word.